Let's get some love, light, and in-betweens with Kel on Sunday. It's time to relax and recharge with Kel on Sunday. The time is 6 minutes past 11. You're welcome back to Lagos Talks 91.3. My name is Kel and this is Kel on Sunday. So it's time for us to get into love, light and in-betweens. And of course, as I promised you from 11, we're going to be having two special people in the house with me to be discussing this uh, particular topic that I've always wanted to talk about, guys. So for like so many months now, I've always wanted to talk about religion versus spirituality. But I knew that I couldn't have that conversation on my own. But I just didn't know who I could have it with. Until this week on The Dish, we had a guest in the person of Blink. And the conversation was such an eye-opener. And I was like, you know what? I need you to come back to my show and talk about this particular thing with me. And of course, I didn't want him to come alone because I wanted it to be a well-balanced topic. And I figured, you know what? You're friends with Link's. And Lynx, I believe, is such an amazing person. Not I believe, I know, such an amazing person. And he's been on this really dope spiritual journey um, as well. And I'm like, you know what? It's going to be fantastic. Three people who started out in the music industry <laughs> and who have pivoted into what I believe is, you know, our purpose, mm. our life purpose. And we're walking that path and we're doing it so well. And I figured this would be such an amazing conversation. So, ladies and gentlemen, I have with me Global Facilitator of Mental Development and Wellbeing, Blink. And I also have with me Amazing Creative, Links. Yeah, yeah. What up, guys? What's good, man? Thanks good for morning. having us. Good morning, world. All right, all right, all right. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to this. So, what I'm going to do, right, first of all, I'm going to give, like, the textbook definition of... Um, religion and spirituality before we get into um, what religion means to us personally and spiritual spirituality as well. So religion is the belief in and worship of a superhuman controlling power, especially a personal God or gods for some people. It's also a particular system of faith and worship. It's a pursuit or interest followed with great devotion. Now spirituality is defined as the quality of being concerned with the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things. It involves the recognition of a feeling of a sense or a sense or a belief that there is something greater than myself, something more to being human than sensory experience, and that the greater whole of which we are part of is cosmic or divine in nature. Now, there's a difference between uh, spirituality and uh, religion. Religion is basically a specific set of organized beliefs and practices, usually shared by a community or group, and spirituality is more of an individual practice and has to do with having a sense of peace and purpose. Now, that's like textbook definitions that I just gave. So first of all, I want to ask us right here, what does religion mean to you? Who's going to go first? Um, Religion for me, like you said, it's, it's just sets of practices. Because life is about when we when we talk about like let's say Christianity, right? It's not about what you. It's not about practicing things. It's about discovering things and using things. 
a yeah. being things, a mm. being a thing. You know, it's it's not about anything external of yourself. It's not about going outside to find God. It's about going inside to find God. So, you know, religion for me, um, I would give you an example. I am, you know, I grew up in a Catholic church. And in 2015, my life changed when I had a very wild encounter with the Holy Spirit in my house, um, unprovoked. And <laughs> life. That's <laughs> usually how it happens, unprovoked. <laughs> you know, and, and life has never been the same for me. So um, I, just, I just feel like I have experienced religion because I, I was in it deep. I used to go to church seven days a week for three years, mm. every day. I literally lived in church, I served. Um, I was heading some programs out there. I was doing counseling. And all this was through my accelerated understanding of the spirit and spirituality and God. But then I was confined to a set of rules and practices that, um, you know, I was always trying to fit myself into a box of what I should be, what I've been told to be. Mm. Um, but the funny thing is the only person that can tell you who to be or what to be is the spirit of God that resides inside of you. You know what I mean? I'm not saying God cannot use somebody to direct or lead or profess something into your life. Mm. But at the same time, they're not going to be able to do the work for you. So religion is me going to church today instead of being here. Religion is me saying my rosary. Religion is, you know, is, is me doing whatever I'm told I should do in order to either gain favor with God or access God or make heaven. You know what I mean? And mm. Spirituality is a whole different ballgame because mm. spirituality is, it concerns and governs everything mm. because nothing happens in the physical that hasn't been granted in, in, the, spiritual. in the spiritual. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, you know, one thing I would like to tell people is, you know, read the Bible and make it relate to humanity. Don't let your reading of the Bible be a thing of, something so great in the sky mm. <laughs> you get what i'm saying because the bible is telling you about right here right now mm. it's not telling you about when you die and heaven it's because it's a manual for life it's not a manual for your spirit in heaven it's mm -hmm. for here and most times we are reading things in such a overly cooked religious manner that we miss the simplest things god is saying and you cannot understand the Bible in its true form unless you simplify it. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Because really and truly, it's not complicated. It, there's nothing in there that's really complicated. It's the simplest things that God is saying. But it's that we either reach out or wait for somebody to interpret for us mm -hmm. or we just go by what we've heard. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's so many scriptures that I can tell you, for, for example, like the simplest thing like Seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all things shall be added to you. People don't understand what that means because I, I ask people when I dialogue with them on spiritual things, like, what does that mean? And in all truth and honesty, most times people tell me, first of all, the kingdom of God is in heaven, is where the angels are, is where the kingdom <laughs> of God is on earth. Mm -hmm. The kingdom of God is in your consciousness. Mm -hmm. The kingdom of God is how you treat people, mm -hmm. how you see the world, mm -hmm. you know, how you see the things that have been placed in you and you recognize them, you learn about them and then you understand that they're not for you. They're to be used for others. That's spirituality. So for me, religion was 
a shackle in my mind mm. that was governed by sin, mm. sin consciousness. Everything is measuring whether this is a sin or not, whether this is mm. good or bad. Mm. It's mm. not really how this game goes. Because <laughs> life is a game. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Fantastic. All right, Blink, over to you. Oh, yeah, same question, yeah? Yeah. My brother said everything. But anyways, <laughs> what I would say is this, right, is that, um, you know, religion versus spirituality is that the laws of the spirits, the laws that govern the, the universe, the word of God never changes, right? Mm-hmm. And spirituality is based on these laws. And like I said it on, on air yesterday that spirituality is the means by which we observe life in its true form, right? Now, religion is a set of man's interpretations of the natural laws of nature the natural laws of god that's why religious practices religious rituals can change over time but the laws love gratitude all those things never change and like link said what also makes us miss the simplicity of god's word and also the application of god's word in our daily life is that we have been programmed to see life through the lenses of fear mm-hmm. the lenses of guilt and judgment yeah and the, len- the lenses of punishment and reward, right? Mm. So instead of me getting to know God for who God is, who, like, for example, let's say the only reason I want to be friends with you or friends with Lynx is, oh, so you can get me on your show, or so Lynx can, whatever it is, right? Is that when I am, when I am selfishly or fearfully or, uh, what's the word? Which other word can I use? Um, when I am going to God for any reason beyond the fact that I want to know God, mm. love God, understand God, mm-hmm. make friends with God, mm-hmm. right? It's just like any other human being. Like, if I don't get to meet a person with a genuine need to understand the person, right? I would never see that person's true essence. I would never get the full value of that person, mm. right? I would never get what that relationship can really manifest in my reality. Yeah. So to simplify it is that religion is... Is following human practices and human rituals as understood onto the level of consciousness by the people that translated it. That's why there have been so many religions. You've heard of Zoroastra, you've heard of all types of religions that were as big as Christianity and Islam that are faded. Mm. But what has never changed are the laws of the spirits. Gratitude, love, the fruits of the Holy Spirit that you talk about in the Bible. Yes, right? yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Forgiveness. So spirituality for me is about the observation of the true laws that govern the universe right and religion it's the human interpretation of these laws according to the level of intelligence consciousness awareness and faith so that's this is one is god's laws versus the other is conforming to laws like culture like mm. capitalism like communism right mm. these are all philosophies and ideas that have come and have changed over time yeah. because they are not backed and based on the natural laws of spirituality, which is the divine truth that never changes, mm. right? What goes up must come down. That's not religion. That is an observation and mm-hmm. is the law of nature, mm. right? So that's just the way I see it is that one thing is, like Link said, religion was a shackle in the mind and on the feet. Spirituality, true spirituality brings freedom in every aspect mm. of your reality, every aspect of your identity, every aspects of your personality religion brings limitations because fear of guilt you know fear of punishment um fear of rejection right so it's, it's more of it's like it's never it's like i always this is another this is a, it's a segue joke but i used to tell people that a lion cannot give birth to a goat mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. if i am meant to be made in the image of god and god is my father right mm-hmm. 
What does that make me? I leave that for anybody to answer for themselves. A, a, a God. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that what Christ was trying to tell? That's what Christ was crucified for. In the Bible, bro. Mm. Isn't that what I'm many, many mm. times. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So that Christ came to connect, connect us to our divinity, our divine nature. Mm. He came to remind us that we are children of God, that we don't need to seek a middleman, which religion teaches you, yeah. to find God. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's so interesting when you guys uh, brought up that whole, you know, religion is mostly governed by fear. And, it, and it's the truth because it's like when you go to church, you go to church so that you don't go to hellfire. Exactly. Love God so you don't go to hellfire. Mm-hmm. Obey God's commandments so you don't go to hellfire. Mm-hmm. So what about just, you know, being a good person for goodness sake? You know, loving people for goodness sake. Wanting to know God because he is awesome. your heavenly father. Yes. And you just want to connect with him instead of... I don't want to go and burn in hell. Let me just do what these people are saying. So you just ask like just that, that key point, your heavenly father, is that if I had a child and the only time my child interacted with me was when they needed something, you know, when they feel they've made a mistake, so they come and be, I would never have a real relationship with that child. That child would never know who I am. Would never know how to relate to me, how to communicate with me because we don't spend real time together. Every time, like it's, it's how I, our family relationships and family um, interactions are actually set up because of how we're raised in religion. Mm. Most people don't really have open and honest relationships with their families, with their parents, because they still, or with themselves, or with themselves. Yeah. Most importantly, because they still judge themselves, they're in guilt. They don't. What I say is this: is that observation is looking at something, trying to see everything it is. Right? Yeah. Judgment is me trying to see if this is a flower. Mm. Just what I'm saying mm. is that he told me looking at this and saying, "What's that? That's a microphone or, or whatever it is." You already I'm, have this bias in your mind. I come that. with a bias to say, mm. "You know what? This is a megaphone." Mm-hmm. So is that judgment reduces my sample size of what I can see? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's it. Mm, mm, mm. Amazing. So do you think that when it comes to religion, do you think that we have the ability to pick our religion, or we're just generally born into it? Because whenever people talk about this whole, um. Muslims are not true believers, and then Muslims say Christians are not true believers. I just say, look, when I ask ninety percent of the people, what what religion did your parents, you know, practice? Yeah. What did you grow up in? Oh, it's Christianity. What are you a Christian? What about you, Islam? Oh, you're a Muslim. Right. So, do you think that you know, at the end of the day, we're already kind of born with a bias because of what our parents raised us up with? Mm-hmm. And do you think that this also affects how we see life as well? Um. So first things first, we definitely are handed our religion when we come into this world. Like, if I came into this world and my dad was Muslim, I'm Muslim, dog. I didn't pick anything. So the true essence of life is to get here and then get to a point where you receive truth. Mm. You receive illumination. And this is supposed to be a byproduct of everybody's life because if everybody was doing the work... Mm. If everybody was gratifying the inside, not the outside, if everybody was actually living according to um, what their spirit is leading them to do, what their spirit is telling them to do, then, you know, I would know, like, when I meet somebody mm. and the person has a problem, I would know my set of gifts that can help this person unlock themselves or free them or, or help them um, get through what they're going through instead of judging it. Mm. So, for example... In the world today, yeah, you might see somebody that is angry a lot or, you know, is an impatient person and immediately just judge the person and say, that one way they always mad, that one way they always... Mm. You judge the person, right? Mm-hmm. But in everything in this life, there's a root cause. Every single thing. 
And one thing I'm beginning to learn, you know, the more I dive into myself and into my spirit and listen to God is, like, there's a reason why everything is the way it is. So instead of judging it, zoom out and actually ask questions like, okay, what kind of experiences might this person have had in their life? Mm. What kind of trauma are they carrying? What kind of childhood did they have? Did they ever, you know, get shown love? Or was it just tough upbringing? Because mm. all these things shape you. Yeah. And then from there, you carry on in life being whatever you are. And then reacting to things that you, you might not have been happy about about your past, but you don't know any other way. So you're just always angry. Mm. Because within yourself, there is that hurt from the way your mother treated you when you were a baby. You know, the way your sister treated you growing up. The way they, you know what I'm saying? So, in a sense, it's that for me, I believe that in in this life, you come in here and you're handed a package. Yeah. You know, you, the school you go to, you don't pick. You know, the church you, you end up going to, your parents, you don't pick. The mosque, the whatever religious practice it is. You know, if I was born an Indian person, I'd be Hindu. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's it's like the goal is to get to the realization process. Right, where you realize and start asking questions, you start questioning life. Mm. Because believe me, God wants you to question the Bible. Mm. God wants you to question your pastor. Mm-hmm. God wants you to question anything that is being said that is from any other source but you and Him in your mm-hmm. consciousness. Mm-hmm. So if I go to church now and I just take everything my priest says as a hundred percent fact, then why why, why do <laughs> why, I exist? Why did God give you like, a brain? Why did He you know give you free will? <laughs> because again, in the, in the way the system has been designed, is meant is meant to make you think like people in the position of religious offices are superior to you. Mm-hmm. Mm. It doesn't mean they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They just mm-hmm. in a posi- they just took a position to do a certain role and a job. But the thing here is, you don't even know if your gifts are more powerful than your pastor. Mm-hmm. You know, in life. Exposure really dictates how much you're able to grasp and able to be open to. So if I am some guy that has just lived in one village all my life and then boom, they move me to Lagos and I'm now a pastor of a church, my worldview is very skewed and very Mm -hmm. small. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to judge the way you dress. I'm going to judge Blink's dreads. I'm going to judge, you know, your lipstick, Mm -hmm. your skirt. Mm -hmm. Why? Because where I'm from, that's taboo. Mm -hmm. Or that means that this person is not serious. Meanwhile, you might be the most spiritual person in your lubes and your your hair on fleek and your lipstick mm-hmm. and blink with his long dress might be the most spiritual person I've come across because we're judging from the outside and that really doesn't mean anything because when it's all said and done yeah, in life everybody has a purpose mm. everybody has a calling and I'll just simplify that for people to really sit and deep for themselves like right now if I had a set of cutleries in front of me a fork is to scoop food, put it in your mouth. A spoon is to do do do. A knife is to cut things. Mm. La la la. That's all the different purposes of a set of cutlery, right? But then when we talk about the calling of that cutlery, is that um, I want to eat rice. I call on fork. Um, I put it inside my mouth, you know. Or I'm a, I'm an event planner, and you know I have to do two hundred tables of fork arrival and food and table sets, mm. and I now call that same set of appliances to that wedding because that is your purpose in that day your purpose Mm -hmm. is to fulfill feeding people Mm -hmm. so it's like in life we are all called to we all have the same purpose to know ourselves and to serve god Mm -hmm. and love others by as much as we love ourselves that's the most important thing in the bible nothing is more important than that every other thing you hear okay cool but the most important message in the bible is to 
Love your God with all your heart, know yourself, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. Everything else in the Bible is within that premise. Because in order for you to love God with all your heart, you have to seek Him, right? Mm. You're going to have to spend time consuming, you know, godly things. Mm. Talking to people, educating yourself, reading, listening, listening to podcasts, listening to sermons, you know, if you go to church. But when you get to a point where you have a foundational understanding of God, the thing about understanding God is the real way to really get the most out of this experience is to focus on yourself. Like, mm. who am I? Why am I here? What are my flaws? What are my positives? What are my negatives? How do I see the world? What do I believe? Why do I believe this? Who told me this? You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to start, you, you get a paper and pen and write everything down and then start looking at it. Because I'll tell you the truth, like, why do you believe what do you believe? Mm. Have you tested it? Because in this life, we do everything to get education, to be a web designer, to be, you know, an investor, to be a lawyer, a doctor. We'll, we'll go spend <laughs> millions of money and, and, and time, yeah. you know, becoming these things. I am a doctor. I am a lawyer, right? But the craziest thing is the most important machine on this earth and the most important thing for us to actually study is ourselves. And mm. people go to... People, 90% of the population of this world have gone to their grave without realizing who they are. You might be successful, have a great job, have money, finances, you know, everything. But that's that's a byproduct of using your brain. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it, they're, they're atheists in this world that are the richest people. Why? Because they understand spiritual law. God is not partial with this law. Good or bad, you apply the Lord's law. Mm. Spiritual law <laughs> is not good to say. Yeah. Spiritual laws. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> spiritual laws that govern this world. Yeah. Those who know it use it to their advantage. It's not based on bias because the sun and rain and the moon still shine on everybody. The good and the bad. Mm-hmm. The, the guys that might have done the worst thing last night, they're still breathing and the, the sun is out now and they're taking sun. Because God didn't say, I'm going to off on in your house because you're a bad person. <laughs> so at the end of the day, the spiritual laws that govern this world, you know, um, really open it. Those are the keys. And if you find them, you use them, they will work 100%. So in a nutshell, I don't judge anyone's religion because there's always a circumstance to, you know, how you got there. However, yeah. everyone has the, the freedom to zoom out and question test the fruits and see if this is working or if this is just a set of practices that i'm just believing in. because i know people who are sitting in church right now 70 years old been sitting there since they were one years old with their, with their families faithful every sunday you go to church easter you're in church christmas you're in church you donate to this this harvest you do this this and that and the third no problem but do you know yourself and do you really know God? Or have you just been told about God for 70 years? Mm. Because the truth of the matter is, I move in power. I'm powerful. Why? Because I spent the last eight years knowing myself and knowing God. I spent the last eight, eight years of my life looking within and understanding that God has placed <laughs> marvelous gifts within me that I'm supposed to give out to this earth. Mm. I'm a healer. Mm. I touch people and they get well. Why? Because I believe that the Holy Spirit flows through me. Mm. So at the end of the day, how much of your spiritual gifts have you not only identified but activated? 
because God is waiting for you to activate that. That's more important than going to church right now. God is waiting for you to become God. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you read the Bible, the Bible actually tells you that you are God. But if you say that to somebody outside, they think you're blasphemy. Because they haven't gone through the text, this, the word, and understood what exactly that means. If I am in him, and if he is in me, then I am him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am not the supreme creator. Mm-hmm. I am a God. Mm-hmm. Because God has said so. Mm-hmm. And even in the Bible, God says, like, why, why do you, like, why do you shiver when I say these things? <laughs> why don't you own it? Because the truth is, until you accept something in the spirit, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be given to you. You have to say yes to it. Yeah. The Bible says, "Ask, seek, and knock." Both of them, the three of them together, all spell "ask." So <laughs> when it's all said and done, yeah, you have to ask God. Look, is this true? Is this is this a lie? Is this because He answers? God speaks to me like I put phone on my ear. At the ear, you know. Sorry, just to, sorry this thing you just mentioned, right? The deja vu of this thing you just mentioned is that. Yeah. The question you asked them about, um, you know, when we listen to it, when Rick Warren, on the way we're listening to Rick Warren podcast, right? And he mentions five things that you don't pick your friends. I mean, you don't pick your family, mm. right? He mentioned five you things. You don't pick that your gifts. You don't pick your gifts. You don't pick where you are born. You pick nothing. You don't. Life. You know, so it's that you are dealt, handed cards. You are dealt cards. Yeah. You know, so that's why the whole, um, you know, um, you know, can you choose to be a Christian or whatever is that? I was telling you that in that based on that statement. I realized that the game of cards is a fantastic thing because you are dealt a hand and sometimes you are dealt the worst hand and you come up winning the game, right? So it's that, like he mentioned, we are born into, you know, we are born into identities created for us by the Supreme Creator and that identity has a purpose that is meant to be fulfilled in the world. Everybody starts with a gift that is useful in the world if they follow that path or their gift. So for me, is that, like he said, it's very important to have a foundation which is what you can get from religion right yeah. you know growing up with your family going to church right before like i i believe in the way i i believe i'm going to raise my kids i'm going to be the main pastor the main preacher the main you know what i'm saying right As so, it should be. right so i will guide them in the knowledge from a young age of knowing god and knowing god in themselves knowing where the source is the source is out there in the world and it's also inside you right so i'll let them know that but if you don't have the opportunity to know that for the rest of us that grew up like in regular christian muslim homes is that that foundation gives you something that you can stand on but in order to become who god called you to be you need to leave your father's house like christ when his parents are looking for him for three days, right? <laughs> yeah. and even another thing just piggybacking on a lot of things that link said is that even another thing is this is that in getting to know yourself one thing that was very interesting at the life of christ is that when Christ went to the temple, what was he going there to do? To go and teach. Mm. When Christ wanted to talk to God, he retreated into the wilderness. It wasn't once. It wasn't only time. It was 40 days and 40 nights. All the time. Steady, right? Yeah. So is that the only way you can... Because I keep telling people this is that one day it dawned on me, <laughs> right, that my ego and pride, that even all the spirituality, I think I, everything I think I have, that I can never truly know the full nature of God. You know why? Because I'm like, if you're going to get the full picture of God, you're going to have to live this life as an ant, a chameleon, an elephant, a rhino, a lion, <laughs> a crab. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So is that... Why I said that initially was this, is that in the whole getting to know God and getting to know yourself and know spirituality, if I haven't taken the time to spend time with me, myself, mm. I've been born, I've been with myself since I was born. Right? <laughs> Before I met Chucky, 
I knew myself. Right. So if I'm not taking the time to know myself as well as I can possibly do, right? Because that's the only way I can even try to understand other human beings. First, I need to know myself. I need to know what's going on in my mind, in my body, in my emotions, right? So I can mm. understand me. So if I'm not taking the time to understand me, how dare me think I can understand God? Is something wrong with me? Or others. Or other people. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So is that people, are, people have not spent time to reflect to understand themselves, to know their friends, to know their parents. Like I was telling someone something, I was one day, a person I was talking so, you know, definitively about God and, you know, like what religion is right and stuff like that. I asked him a question. I said, on this street you live on, how many trees are on the street? You don't know. How many street lights? You don't know. How many? So is that the things you can see, the things you can access, the things you can touch, you haven't taken, God has created, like one day I was meditating and it word came to me that this piece of land you sit on which is just the width of my body mm-hmm. there's more money in that spot than the entire world we are too ignorant mm. because instead of spending time observing things we want to judge is that sand is that clay is it white is she black is that observe the whole thing that's what i even learned to myself is that in learning to develop myself i can't look at myself with judgment i need to look at myself and say what's going on there mm. right what is actually happening write down the attributes like i was ta- i had a coaching client yesterday we were having a conversation i was telling her listen at this characters the scenarios and this attributes right so is that in any situation we discuss we have to isolate who are the characters person a person b mm-hmm. right what are the attributes that we're looking at in this person so that way we can separate what the person is doing from the person right like links was saying is that okay if i see someone that's always angry always impatient i can come and judge him say i'm impatient Meanwhile, I just came from Lekki, AC, everything, sweet, chilling. <laughs> this guy could have come from a very, very, hasn't slept in three days, mm. right? So if I took the time to observe instead of judge. Or even ask questions. Ask questions. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So is that, why I'm hammering on this is that spirituality repairs that nonsense in our mind. Where we go around judging what we don't know. Judging other perspectives. Judging things we haven't experienced. Instead, you humble yourself and realize, you know what? Let me observe. Let me look and see what's going on there because... That's why I keep telling people that the commandments, everything that is said in the Bible has to be broken down to the actual attributes they want you to have. You see what I'm saying? They want you to have love. They want you to have patience. They want you to be kind. They want you to forgive. They want you to have discernment. Yeah. It's not about the rituals in religion, going for Holy Communion and all these other things. So we got caught up. Like I keep telling people this, that religion is like a sign. It's like a sign but saying, turn left to Lekki. Right? Mm. So it's that when I get to the sign, I don't say, ah, I'm in Lekki, worship Lekki, let's go to club. It's, I follow the sign. It's pointing you where you should go. Right. Mm. So it's, mm. a, it's, it's, that's why, it's, like I said, get the foundation, which is baby stuff. You know what I'm saying? Childish stuff. Learn the names, learn the stories, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then start to personalize it, like you said. Start to see how these things are playing out in your daily life. Start to see how the attributes you are seeing in David, in Moses, in Abraham, and all these people are being reflected in your situations i like these people like abraham for example right because we've been talking about faith a lot me and links last three weeks then he dawned on me and i have to give links ready for this because that links is one in in our friendship circle links has i was just telling him this as we we're driving here supreme confidence supreme faith he's always been that way that's his gift mm. follow come <laughs> <laughs> thing, right? so is that he's the kind of person that is really talk and do that's why we cannot we that's why in this room if i'm being honest people know him more than me Mm. is that what i'm saying right it's like i'm always very honest about my observation and my development of myself right so is that why am i saying this is that i realized that do i really believe god is with me 
do I really believe God blesses the work of my hands? Because mm. if I do, when I release a book, why am I worried if it's going to succeed? Mm. Why am I going to places and thinking that, okay, let's say I came to BTFM now. It's like, ah, I need to get on radio. Ah, hey, OC. OC is my guy. Shout out to OC. <laughs> Love you, bro. But is that it's God that opened the door, not OC. So if I go there and make OC my God, you see what I'm saying? What would I do? Mm. I would overcompensate. What else would I do? I would have less confidence in myself. Yeah. But yeah. coming here, we came here, we came here as God. Straight up. <laughs> For real. You see what I'm saying? So is that it's a different kind oh of gosh, level of confidence, conviction, and stuff like that. I love it. I think it. it's yeah. it's more even just the belief in the operating system within myself than my abilities. Because, for example, the Bible says, go, and I will give you what to say. I didn't prepare anything to come here. I just got in the car, <laughs> right? Because it's, this is not an exam. This is life yeah. experiences mm-hmm. that we're touching on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, one thing I'm learning about life is that everything is always teaching all the time. Your, your, your dumbest decision is teaching you something mm-hmm. so you don't come back and make it again. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm, in nice. life, everything is always teaching, but we're never observing. People always ask me, when I came in here, Kel, you said, I haven't seen you in donkeys. I haven't seen you in years. Where have mm. you been? I didn't even mm. know you are in the country. Why mm. is that? Because I have found, I have found the frequency I need to live on. Because I've realized what my purpose is. I know why I am here on this earth. You know what I mean? I know why I have had the experiences I've had in my life. You know when the Bible tells you, you know, the rich man asked Christ, said, how can I follow you? Mm-hmm. He said, sell everything you have and follow me. Yeah, I did that. You know what it is to give up a career? That's all you know. That's all that's feeding you for the unknown. I did that. Why? I didn't do that because God said so. I did that because I was led to greater. Mm-hmm. I was led to sacrifice something that was working for me to go into the unknown and spend the next eight years learning about it. So I just want to add something to let people know the gravity of what he's saying because it's not just so I walked, in, walked away from career. The week these things were happening, I'll never forget, I don't want to name the name of the company, I'm sorry I'm putting you on blast. It was a 20 million naira endorsement deal on the table. Mm. I didn't even understand you at the time because I like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> walked away from not one, not two, not three. So that's like, I, I'm not saying this to even emphasize the money part because the money part is you see what I'm saying, right? It's the small part. Because this whole thing of sell everything you know, he also, we also sold everything we had learned. Facts. It's like, we started from zero. Mm. Really. For, for in order for you to learn, you have to unlearn. unlearn. Like, yeah. Yeah. truth of mm-hmm. it is life, is, life is a game of unlearning. Yeah. So you come into this world between 1 to 20, you're, you're spoon-fed what life should be. Mm-hmm. And then if you're fortunate enough in your 20s to get the enlightenment, then you spend the rest of your life unlearning it. You know what I mean? So I'm still, it's my eighth year of, of this journey and I'm still on learning till today and the truth is like you get to a point where you realize that you're the only one in this world mm. for those listening it's like huh <laughs> yeah. but let me break it down you're for you in your there. world you are the only one there mm. you Kel you are the only person that knows Kel do you know mm-hmm. because I only know the Kel you've projected to me exactly I don't know the Kel that did whatever she did yesterday the first day the I only see you when I see you, so that's the only time I can say I know you. I can't, I can't say what you ate last night. I can't nothing, right? And even your family, 
your best friends, the closest human beings in your life, if you're married, your husband, your children, do not know you. They only know what you show them. The only person in your world is you and God. Because guess what? If you are feeling pain right now, I can't feel your pain. I can't tell you Pele. <laughs> if you are feeling cold, I can't feel your cold. I can't tell you my jacket. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, this experience called life, you are the only one experiencing it in your world. So mm. whenever you meet people, understand that everybody has their own world. Everybody's world is shaped by their experience in this life. Um, it's shaped by you know, the good and the bad. It's shaped by the success and failure. It's shaped by what they've been indoctrinated in from school to religion to all those things. So you need to understand that when you see somebody in the present time, you need to give that person the leeway to be themselves because from the world they're coming from, they can never think like you. Mm. So mm-hmm. we go around this world yes. and this, this earth thinking that, eh, but why didn't, why didn't she get that? Something so simple. Yeah. You should have known. But guess what? The person doesn't have that in their own system. Yeah. You know that because you might have been exposed to mm-hmm. or privy to certain information. They do not have that grace. I'm sorry, I just want to add one thing to this funny thing, right? Because it just came to what you're saying. This thing you're talking about, like, people not, it's like people that, you know, hire a, let's say, you know, houseboy, house girl from Borno, that in their house they've been using pit latrine their whole life. Mm. You now bring them to your mansion in Lekki and tell them to go and clean your, your jacuzzi. Then they clean it and there's some brown creases here and they're yeah, yelling. Or they spoil something. Or they spoil something. <laughs> That's the worst part. They're yelling. How can you? You didn't clean it well. His man is looking like, bruh, where's the well I didn't clean? He's not saying right. Yeah, because it's all about experience. Yeah. So, yeah. for example, the, the whole essence of God is to help you become the greatest you can ever be. Mm. God is interested in everything. God is interested in that shoe you want to buy. God is interested in that car you want to drive. God is interested in that trip you want to take. And you see that all these things I'm saying are just the regular stuff. Mm. But he is very interested in all You know what? This thing that you just said, it reminded me of something that Lamy said to me one time when she was trying to, you know, get on a diet, lose weight. And she said, it's it's foolish, it might be foolish to people though. But she actually prayed to God. She said, Holy Spirit, Mm. please help me. Mm. As in, I actually do want Mm. to get on this thing and actually do lose weight. So please help me. Mm. And she said she was so, when she made that prayer, mm. throughout that month she was so disciplined. Right. She was she was eating right. She was working out, being active, and everything. Mm-hmm. The other time she would have stopped like two weeks into it, like, oh, I can't come and kill myself. Yeah. Now it might seem dumb as like, why are you ask, why are you disturbing God for weight loss? My friend, go and discipline yourself exactly. and give yourself. But, but but really, even for the littlest things, yeah. just ask God for help. That's Guess why what? He's there. Let's go back to something I said like twenty minutes ago. Ask, seek, and knock. Mm. ask let me yeah. tell you something something crazy that's happened to me in the last two days so two days ago I had to let one of my staff go because mm. too much higihaga <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> so I had I had set up my mind that like I'm gonna wake up at like 6am and I'm gonna handle the situation right so I woke up I actually went to bed at 6am that day <laughs> I woke up at 7am and then I was going down my stairs to go and handle what I needed to handle and then God told me, I had prayed at six before I slept mm. about what I was about to handle. Yeah. And then God said to me, as I was walking down my cell, he said, go through the back door and go to the boys' quarters. The person I want to go and meet is in the front of the house. But I was redirected to the back of the house. And then I get to the back of the house and I find two people living in my house that I had no idea I've been living there for five months. I'm sorry. In my BQ. <laughs> So now, do you understand what I'm telling you about the value of being in tune with your spirit? I'm sorry, what? Yeah, tell the full story. Continue. No, I can't tell the full story. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know it's so funny. Living, living in my it's BQ. It's so funny. This is, 
This is yeah, you know so, so that's number one. Not number two. That's it. That's so that's day before yesterday. Yesterday, God. I was going for an event. God is so funny. So I'm taking a shower. I enter the shower. Boom. Then God says to me, "Now in my life, like I've been blessed to have endorsement deals before this influencer thing became a thing, right? So right from the gates when I entered the industry, <laughs> so years ago, you know, you don't come. So we bless God for it. But here's the funniest thing. Let's say I jumped in the shower. The first thing I heard." You don't ever pray for endorsement deals. You don't ever ask why. So I even I was like, oh, I never ask. Like I just wait, me just made a show. Me, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I was like, ah, oh, God, see, send me one, send me two, send me five. Say I need, yes. <laughs> I came out of the shower. I saw it, I saw an email on my phone. A uh, man like Links would like to and we would like you to become a brand ambassador for blah, 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 blah. Do you know, like, it took me, like, two, <laughs> two to three hours before I could open that email. You know why? Because I had to first digest what was happening. What God was trying to show me. See, you are the author. The, you are, like, see, in this world, don't, don't forget this principle. In your, let's say, let's, let's paint an analogy of a square. And inside that square is you, your entire experiences, your memory, your trauma, your pros, cons, everything that governs you, not your family, not your children, everything that governs who you are, right? And then the person overseeing that box is the supreme creator, God. Mm -hmm. So that is literally the formation of everybody's life. There's no, but like, I cannot see into your life. No matter how I try, you can only, I can only see what you show me, dog, or what I catch you doing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. or, or, or the cassette, or the cassette, the person snitch on you, tell me. But the point I'm trying to make is only care. See, there are secrets in your life that no soul living has ever known. Mm -hmm. Same with me. Yeah. Same with everybody listening Fact. on this call. Fact. Um, on this, on this interview, you feel me? So, mm. everybody, Baba, gets their own world where nobody they see but God, and mm. that's why it's only God that will judge, right? So. If you have that box and it's just you, your experiences, God, and da, da 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 inside, right? It is God has given you the dominion over all things on this earth, Genesis. Mm -hmm. So don't be shaking leg to be asking God, should I do this? Oh, should I do that? Because guess what? You are the master in that square. Mm -hmm. you are, you're in the physical um, representation of a spirit, mm -hmm. you're in a body. Mm -hmm. So most times when we pray, we also have 50% of that prayer to manifest because we've asked God for something, but we then have to start walking in the steps mm -hmm. to meet that thing. Because in this life, there's nothing you pray for that God is going to the kitchen to cook it up for you. <laughs> Everything already exists. So it's just a matter of being able to attract it or pluck it. So for example, I look at life like, I look at, you know, the universe like a tree that has so many fruits, right? And the ability of my ability to pluck those fruits depends on how long my stick is. Mm -hmm. And that stick is my faith. Mm -hmm. That stick is my belief. That stick is me taking action. You get what I'm saying? So, if my faith is long enough, I could pluck fruit every day on demand. You get what I'm saying? But there are people that will come and meet me and say, let me borrow your stick. You don't know that you can actually... Or even to add that one is that, like you just said, is that with religion versus spirituality, right. is a bunch of people going to the tree that's inside their house going to go and find who will pluck it for them. Exactly. Either your house. Mm. Oh, no, no, no. You they go and that person, tree. Go for try their own house. Yes. You are your own. All the foods they spoil. I tell you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, it's that in your life, Kel, you are in charge. You see this analogy I just gave you about what happened yesterday, the first yesterday. See, your spirit is always talking. Everyone, every day of this life, spirit is always talking. Right? 
But the thing is, we need to create silence daily in our lives. We need mm-hmm. to be we need to be attentive. We need to be conscious in mm-hmm. every second of the day mm-hmm. so that you can hear the voice of God when he speaks. Because it doesn't speak mm-hmm. rah, rah, rah. <laughs> it, it, it talks to you normal, normal. Rap. So that's mm-hmm. God, they use slang for let me talk. <laughs> yes, now. And another go? thing is like, let me give you an example, right? And this is why I'm talking about like my faith is so radical. If we go back to two days ago when I had, you know, the issue of letting somebody go and I hear her go to the back, right? And I go there and I find what I, I didn't even know existed, mm. right? Who told me that? If we want to say God didn't exist, who told me that? My pastor? My church? It's the church within. It's the spirit that has existed since the beginning of time. Because we also think that, oh, we just came into this world and we're fresh. Now your spirit is, your free, your spirit is infinite. It's always known. Before the spirit of God is within you. It knows everything. They say before God created the world, he knew the mm-hmm. end before the beginning, right? So we're just in a game simulation that has already ended. Mm. But we're just playing our part. Do you understand what I'm saying? If mm. I go and buy FIFA now, they've already created the whole game and created All everything I can think about yeah. inside the game. So it's just yeah. for me to play it mm-hmm. and yes. enjoy How it, well right? It. Mm-hmm. Some days, and this guy might beat me 5-0 and I'll be angry. Some days I might win him and I'll be I'll be late. Yes. So it's, it's ups and downs. And that's how life goes. It's the same thing. Life is a game. Mm. You know what I mean? And until we realize that we are the ones holding the control pad. It's not God's not holding the control pad. Is you. He gave you the game. Say, play. Mm-hmm. So you are the one holding the control pad. And until you start learning that, oh, if I do down, forward, and X, Hadouken will come exactly. out. Exactly. <laughs> they will continue to beat me in this Street Fighter, right? <laughs> so it's that life is not a game of practices. You know, when I used to participate in certain, you know, church um, uh, if, uh, groups and, groups and, and yeah. things like that. So there'll be days where you know we want to do spiritual exercise. They'll tell you, say, you know, fast from this day to this day, pray 12 midnight, you know, make sure you stay holy, make sure you do this and that. But the truth of the matter is, the truth of the matter is, is that the spirit is always on. The spirit is always on. You don't ever have to to do certain things to, to jumpstart your spirit. Like it's God. He Fact. lives in you. It's like on the go, move. You never saw Jesus preparing to go and do work. Mm. He was just it. You are it. I am. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People always tell me at links, you know, you haven't dropped anything in it. I'm like, look, dog, I started music 13 years ago. Right? I'm almost 40 years old. Do you think I don't have other things that I dreamt about when I was a young person to fulfill? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. we all have different ways we do things. You know, I have so many passions and so many ideas that I've had all my life that I want to take every single block of my life to try. You know, in my 20s, I've done this. In my 30s, now I'm doing this. In my 40s, now I'm talents. doing this. Because guess what? You can have a million lives. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many lives I've had? <laughs> when you met me, was I like this? Mm-mm. Exactly. <laughs> so it's a whole new life. Mm-hmm. And they call me Links. Links got many lives now. I was a cat. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the point is, is that yeah. If you're able to break away from external gratification and just solely function on internal, Mm. the internal, what's in my soul? What has God placed in me? Who am I? What am I doing here? What am I supposed to be doing? Mm -hmm. Once you tap into a space where every decision you make is governed by inside, not outside, and you're free in this world. Because never forget that the Bible says that Christ has set us free indeed. Mm. The indeed is to emphasize that Baba 
nothing they hold Look you. Your hand, nothing they hold your hand. Though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So how can I be free indeed by the sacrifice of somebody dying for me and I'm in a box? How does that make sense? Do you get what I'm saying? I am literally living in a mental... Because the biggest thing people understand is like nothing is... Ex- we, we take so much from outside but we forget that every problem we have is inside this life, inside our head. Everything that's wrong with me in my life, every challenge I have, every... You can't see it as you're looking at me right now because inside my own world, it's not your concern. Until I decide to open curtains and say, look inside. Mm. I never know. You know what I'm saying? And the truth is, I say this to everybody in life. I'm not here on this on this show to sell you anything. Mm-hmm. I'm here on this show to let you know that if you are not where you want to be in life, if you're not satisfied with the life you're living, if you are caught in a loop of making bad decisions and sabotaging your life, there is a way out. The Bible talks about the narrow door. It says the the the, the bling, hit me up with that that um what's it called the narrow door scripture yeah, where it yeah, talks yeah, about yeah, the, the, the yeah, yeah the eye is easier to pass for a camel to pass to the eye of a needle than to than for a rich man to get into okay that's a different one but it's talking about the highway that leads to destruction okay yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah 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 you know that many travel but then the gate that leads to you know what I'm saying is a narrow door yes a narrow door just means that you have to bend down or squeeze to enter Right, so express everybody's firing their range, they are marching, mm-hmm. they are moving, mm-hmm. but that's the road to destruction. Why is that? Is that you. if you and I are married right now and we're laying in bed and we have discord, right? And we wake up tomorrow and we don't talk and we go to bed the next day, we're doing ourselves. This is it's human, it's human to go through this process. I get it, but let me show you the narrow door now. The narrow door is that in that moment where you are seeing that there's discord and you realize, like, man, my whole day is messed up now, me and my, my wife are not aligned we're not talking so you know you're trying to walk your mind is on it you know you're trying to you're thinking about it so really and truly mm. you're you're actually discombobulated yeah. and yeah. that's that is the yeah. Hell. Yeah, hell because in that moment now you're no more in heaven yeah. no peace. because that's your experience you lost all your peace. experience is no more peaceful yeah. Yeah. right now the narrow door the express is yeah. ah, beg me she come beg me job exactly. oh, you know ego. what i'm going out going ego, further into the ego being in control right yeah but the narrow door is to put your ego aside and really say, okay, right now, do I want to fight or not? I want to fight. So, babe, let's talk. I'm sorry I said this. I'm sorry I did this. But also, I didn't like it when you said this. That triggered me. It did, 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 did. Shedding light. Sorry, sorry. Bam. Even if it takes three hours for the energy to come back up or whatever you've done, you've gone through the narrow door. And you will get back to heaven in seconds because that is really what it takes. Life See, I have a tattoo on my hand right now. It's a lifeline. Up, down, up, down, up, down. Right? That simplifies, signifies the real um, direction that life goes. You know what I'm saying? It's cyclical, right? And you can never always be up because you need the down to teach. Mm. You know what I mean? Without the rainy days, we wouldn't appreciate it. Exactly. And also, too, is that if you live on that whole reward versus punishment mindset, heaven versus hell, right, Mm. is when you miss out on things like that. Because it's that, like he mentioned earlier, is that there's a a particular part in this book where where I talk about bad things, right, and how bad things can be good things. It says that when you live in a life where it's about punishment and reward, when bad things happen, instead of you stopping to reflect, saying, what is this teaching me, right? Like, for example, let's say I'm walking straight and I don't see this mic. I hit my, my head on the mic. What it means is that go left, go right, go under. Mm. This mic is not saying you've sinned, so go to hell. Mm. Right? So is that 
everything we're saying about spirituality or about religion, especially spirituality, is just you being able to shed light where there's darkness. Facts. That's why I keep telling people is that because there's nothing like darkness, bro. Exactly, darkness just is the absence of light. That's all it is. Mm. See what I'm saying? So it's just you bringing the light of awareness to wherever you find darkness in yourself or in the world. Another thing I want to just add to that, you know, with spirituality is spirituality is a shedding, not an adding, because we mm. came from heaven or from the whatever realm from God with a perfect running operating system. You see, children have no fear. They're happy. They come with the fruits of the Holy Spirit. But when you come into the world, your culture, your religion, your um, country, your environment, your tradition, the tradition, <laughs> the media, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Which is why we've been saying that when you become a child or when you become aware and remember that you're a child of God, you realize that your nationality isn't just Isoko, Delta, Lagos. You are from the universe. You are from heaven. You are from the Spirit of God, right? So is that it's connects you to that true identity and it strips you away from things that aren't you you see what i'm saying like as a nigerian man growing up in you know in this country in the last 30 plus years right i've realized that as much as i love my country i love my people i love our cultures i'm you know I'm, it's half isoko half edu is that i've been able to look and observe my cultures and see what's great in it and what's bad about it as well too right that's just like everything else is positives and negatives yeah right so that's another thing just let you know that man-made practices right are all created for whatever selfish or human need that can exist within a time frame so those things can change right is that you know we are wearing down on the patriarchy within our culture like if i'm being honest like example the world my grandmother grew in i would never i would never i would not want want my worst enemy's daughter to grow in that kind of world Mm. right so if we go back to the world what people were doing marrying five wives treating them anyhow in their mind that was morally correct yeah so within their society they were great men right but we now look back and see that that was oppressive they were traumatizing da, 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 da. so that's why i keep telling people that spirituality mm. is a stripping away and i'm saying this on air come and beat me if you don't, <laughs> if you don't agree right because we are seeing it happen and it looks like a destruction it looks like things are falling apart i remember when christ looked at the temple and said two stones will not be on he told him to stop the temple of jerusalem at the time was going to be torn down. Why was that temple torn down? Is it because God was not with them? No. Because it was built on lies. Not just lies that it was built on human understanding that was limited. You see what I'm saying? Like Christ you even tell the Pharisees that you people make it harder for people to access this heaven in the ways you go about administering the human laws they've created. Right. You see what I'm saying? So let me let me put this let me put it like this, right? In in life, let's say let's I'm Christian, so mm. I, I I would use Christ and the Bible as my mm. my foundation, right? So, imagine that we are supposed to study the life of Christ, right? The whole point of discipleship was to show his disciples how to do what he's doing mm. after he has faded. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. God just comes to run something sharply. Take it from here, yes. right? So, in that sense, yeah, if I look at the life of Christ, I realize one thing, Christ was radical. Christ was not subject to any human terms and conditions. Mm-hmm. On the Sabbath day, he was walking the pig grain. They say, ah, say, man, he said the law was made for man, not man for the Lord. Means use your brain. If you're hungry, eat. <laughs> Stupid. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you are obeying the Lord that's doing nothing for you. But you are on that is hurting to. you. So it's <laughs> that Christ came and he was just going about his own journey. 
and then people that recognize the value of him plugged in mm. right the the first miracle Christ did in the wedding at Canaan he didn't do any fasting and praying to prepare himself for it because he didn't even plan to do yeah. it right that just shows you that the spirit is always on first things first you don't have to do press up to charge his <laughs> or drag it like generator exactly so now that's number one now Christ came to this earth to show how to do things right when he met somebody that had quote unquote sinned he just cleared and like you don't run it again try and go and not do it again right but stop, stop what? you know that you're going to do it again and again but they, over time they're going to learn mm-hmm. to detach from it because it's not just overnight mm-hmm. yeah you you have to go through the process you smoke 10 cigars you know, you know you're smoking 6 and now you're smoking 3 then now 0 mm-hmm. it's, you can't go from a pack of cigarettes to none mm-hmm. there's no such thing that exists mm-hmm. so it's like when I look at life right Christ never judged anybody in mm. fact, when they brought the adulterous woman, what did he tell them? He said, who has his who's without sin cast the first son. Yep. So that Everybody already showed cleared. me that. But, but, <laughs> no matter they tell you about somebody, calm down first. Fact. Don't judge. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, the whole goal of how Christ was moving was to just show us that life is about your journey, moving around and releasing power wherever you go, helping wherever you go, healing wherever you go speaking about the power wherever you go is what we're doing right now mm-hmm. right one of the first gifts that manifested in my life in 2015 was evangelism you know so i've always been talking about god you know what i mean so the 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 point i'm trying to get to is the fact that in everything christ did right he was teaching people how to become him so that as you move around this world you activate people mm. right so the true formation of spirituality versus religion is that religion tells you keep coming back to me so that you can be okay every Sunday pull up when you have problem in your marriage call me when you I am the solution to anything you have in life mm. but spirituality is, is, is a true spiritual person interacts with you and activates you and Switches goes with you on. that's mm. it because once you're switched on oh my God. <laughs> it don't yeah, you don't basically Christ switched people on and went back to where it was exactly. Going. You know what I'm saying? Well, so that's the game. People on. <laughs> so <call> people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, so guys, that's the game. We've actually been talking for an hour. <laughs> Just right. spirit, yeah, spirit talk. Come spirit talk, talk has no time. They don't have ten hours a day every day. Spirit talk okay, has no so time. Because we have to quickly wrap up. So I just want to ask mm. one last question. Do you think that you could have one without the other, like when it comes to religion and spirituality, or do you think that they work hand in hand? Um, no <laughs> blink. Uh, um, the truth is this, right? Is that we can create a set of healthy practices, right? Mm. When governed by the spirit of love. Because the truth is this, is that there are things in the religions that we practice that are there strictly to control people's minds. Sorry, right? So is that mm-hmm. when done from its true intentions, like when we look at how the Acts of Apostles were moving, Right in the Bible, when we get to the Acts of Apostles, is that that was the initial foundation for Christian formation. I keep telling people that Christianity was not meant to be a religion that people practice, it was meant to be a way of human interaction, right? That's what I, it is. That's what it is. That's spirituality is. But that's what I was telling my dad. Like, for example, like, look at the Catholic churches I've been here in Nigeria the last 12 years, right? Mm. I've seen at least 10 more churches get built, right? Massive between Ikoi and VI and Leki. How many schools do we have? How many libraries do we have? How many hospitals do we have? How many maternity homes do we have? And we're complaining about education. So even within the community, because we're not awake and paying attention, we are not using our resources to solve our immediate problems. Our kids don't have schools to go to. 
education is the worst it's ever been. So what I'm trying to say is that Christianity, you can have the spirituality and religion practiced hand in hand. The truth is, I have my personal religion, love. I have my personal daily practices, my daily meditation, scripture reading, praying, you know, affirmations, you know, yeah. taking care of my body. So that it, it's a repeated, constant practice. So you can call it a religion if you truth want. Truth is, here, here's the truth, right? We are how many billion people on this earth? Yes. God likes variety. It's yes. why he made all types of fishes, all types of birds, all types of dogs, right? Yes. And the truth of the mat- matter is that there is no way God can make 7 billion people give them free will, give them all different journeys, yes. all different families, all different educations, all different countries, and expect all of us to be the same. It's impossible exactly. because exactly. the law of life is that your reality is shaped by your experiences. Mm-hmm. So a, a Chinese man and an Igbo man can never have the same experience. Okay. Do you get what I'm saying? So how can they be the same? Exactly. So the issue with, that I, I, I have and I've realized from even coming out of religion is realizing that you cannot group 7, 8 billion people to believe the same thing mm-hmm. or move the same way or think the same way. Mm-hmm. The true formation, in my own personal opinion, is that you discover your spirit and then you create your religion around it. Exactly. Meaning that, what, what is religion? Religion really doesn't have anything to do with God. If I wake up every morning and I jump 10 times, that's my religion. Because it's something a, that I've, a I, I practice that daily. I'm doing every day, right? Yes. That's the dictionary definition. Mm-hmm. So, because, again, the connotation of how religion has been sold is now God is in the middle of it. But there's, if every day drinking Aloma is my, my addition, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like anything you do repeatedly is, becomes your habit yeah. and your religion, yeah. right? So for me, it's that you do we, it religiously, all, we right? all have a foundation, which is God. Whether you believe in Jesus, whether you believe in Buddha, whether you believe in Allah, whether you believe it's all names, right? Cool. But at the end of the day, there's one common thing we're all seeking. We're seeking God. We're seeking a supreme being and we're seeking somebody that is greater than us. So guess what? If I if I go to a Yoruba person and ask them what do you call God is XYZ. If I go to a Calabar person and say what do you call God is XYZ, right? So when the Calabar person is calling their God and the Igbo person is calling God and me in English, I'm saying Jesus or saying God, while calling who? The same, same person, person, right? Yeah. So it all depends on first of all, where's your consciousness? What do you believe in? What laws are you following? Because when we get to heaven, God's not going to say Catholics left, um, Protestants right. It's not. That's not the game. So, so and again, hold on a second. Yeah, before I forget my train yeah. of thought. And again, you're not gonna you're not gonna get there and be judged by your mini skirts or your dreads or your hair. You're gonna be judged by the gifts you were given that you did nothing with. Mm. The parable of the talents. Mm. That's really where the judgment is going to come from. It's going to come from the fact that you were on this earth for 80 years. You were a healer. You were this. You were that. And you didn't know because you never looked. You were busy looking for me in in Lekki Church instead of you looking for me inside yourself. Mm. So somebody that you, somewhere you go every day in a group of 100 to 200 or 300 people worshipping at the same time and that's all you're practicing because that's the only religion you've been given mm-hmm. right you don't understand the religion of going home and sitting in silence you don't understand the religion of gathering with the brethren mm-hmm. like ask my guy if you come to my house and you cannot escape these kind of conversations because <laughs> and guess what I don't force it I don't even bring it up mm. it's just the spirit that lives within my premises dog you come to my house you know that the energy in here is no faffing you never go missing <laughs> because no. you would always collect value because that's what I've been given to share and I would never downplay it. Powerful. Why? Because God made me so. You know what I mean? And it's not, it's not a matter of talking. It's a matter of fruit bearing. 
I remember when I first got saved in 2015, I was being clowned online. I'm doing promo for my music. It's a scam. Mm. It's a scheme. That's eight years ago now. So was I really scamming? I'll let you tell it. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it's that I know for a fact that when I look at my life when I was active musically, traveling all around the world, fulfilling my dreams, and I look at my life now where I've calmed down, I'm more, I've zoomed out, I'm seeing life for what it is, I'm spending time educating myself, spending time with God, spending time manifesting the things in my consciousness. I prefer this version of me because it's clear. I'm not going where I don't need to go. I'm not mm. talking to who I don't need to talk to. I'm not fretting when COVID came because guess what? My spirit within me is greater than anything that's outside me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If I'm a healer, can I be afraid of sickness? In this world, you dictate what you want. God told me yesterday, he said, you don't pray for endorsements. Ask. I did. I came out of the shower. I saw a message on my phone. Boom. That's the power. And you see, the power of what I'm trying to tell you is not even about the endorsement. It is the manifestation of obedience. Mm. Do you understand? Because in this in this world, test this thing. Like, don't don't do any, you know, like anything over exaggerated when it comes to talking to God. Talk to God the way they talk to me. Like that's how I literally got my car in the middle of COVID. In fact, before we went into lockdown. Mm. So like the year before, I was just taking a walk around my estate, and I was like, ah. God, you know what? I'm I'm tired of entering, you know, Ubers and stuff. Right. I need I need a car now. You know, please give me the money to buy a car. Mm. And the next thing, you know, something spoke in me. Of course, I would say it's God because I wouldn't just say yes. it just came from nowhere. Said, why are you asking me to give you the money to buy a car? What if I just want to give you a car for free? <laughs> in my head, I'm like, uh, okay, give me a car for free. I, I don't care. <laughs> like, give me a car. I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, and then right before we went into lockdown, my friend sent me a message. Says, sis, let me know when you can come and pick up my car so I can take my things out of it. Whoa. I, I thought it was a joke. I said, I don't understand. You see what I'm saying? Like, I was driving away from her house with the car. I was like, uh, what is happening? The power of life and death what is, is happening? in the tongue. You know what I mean? It's in the tongue. And for me, my experience in the last two days was a reminder that, Baba, listen and speak what you want. And mm. It's yours. Because let me tell you something then. What is what is Range Rover? What is this? What is that? It's just things. Mm. God is greater than those things. Those things are nothing mm-hmm. to him. You elevate the status of those things. But you forget mm. that it's also human beings that created those things. So when you elevate something that people just use their mind to just cultivate and create and sell to you, and you make it such a big deal, it's always going to be a big deal. Because mm-hmm. as a man thinketh, so is he. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, like, like I said, with... You know the universe being a tree. Like people, when when people hear th- people talk about like universe energy frequency, they're like, ah, oh, you 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 new age, you know, mm. spiritualists and all those things. Judgment. Let me tell you something. Yes, first of all, your body is made up on, of of atoms and cells. You are energy. No matter whether you like the the term or not, that's what you are. Your energy. If you're wet and you touch electricity, it's not chuck you. Chuck all your soul, chuck right? all your soul. Because electricity already flows within you. Yeah. There's certain fabrics that you can touch and it spark your hand, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You're electric. So if you already have a position where you're against that term, it's because of your cognitive dissonance. And you, that's your own job to go and do. It's, it's for you to overcome. Why does this make me feel this way? Yeah. Right? Second of all, frequency is that we're having this conversation right now because three of us are all on the same frequency. Mm-hmm. Everyone listening to this had to tune into a frequency, right? Exactly. So in life, if you're living a fast life, every weekend club, every weekend alcohol, women, you're on a certain frequency and you will meet people along the journey that are on that frequency and Mm -hmm. you guys will bond on that. Mm -hmm. Then someone like me that I'm all for growth, value, 
and like real life situations and talking and like how do I point to you and point to me so by the time we leave this interaction we've grown that's mm. how I move every day of my life mm. so I always meet people on my frequency because you attract your frequency mm-hmm. yeah. so there's there's people that have been in relationships guys girls that keep attracting the same human beings in different bodies mm-hmm. that's because you never change your changed frequency. your frequency <laughs> So you break up with somebody now, you go back to the same club where you go every weekend, where you meet the last one, and you bag another one, you expect something different. No, mm. you need to change your frequency to hear something different. If someone was listening to this right now, that I bet everything this one's they talk, they would just change the dial on our frequency and get mm. into somewhere else, mm. right? So in life, Christianity, God, all these things, you have to now take a full-on life course till the day you leave this earth to mm-hmm. fully grasp what he is because mm-hmm. science plays this role. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Frequency and energy play roles. Yeah. You know, church plays a role. Gathering plays a role. But the truth is, everything is teaching you about yourself. So when I hear the universe now, I don't think people are trying to tell me the universe is God. I know there's people that kind of have that belief. Mm-hmm. But... If I speak on the universe, I'm telling you that something God created to govern the world, the mm-hmm. AI of this world, is to be used for my benefit. Mm. So, for example, you wanted a car. You mm. spoke it out into the universe, right? Because yeah. the universe is the world, right? Mm-hmm. So, you spoke, you put the world out there. Yeah. And the world manifested. Mm-hmm. So, that is you. That's God showing you that. Cultivate this thing. Exactly. Spend time practicing to speak into life. Mm. and grabbing what is yours because the universe is pregnant it's waiting to give you we don't receive what we want because we're not ready to receive our hands are too full and there are blocks in between exactly so we have to learn to empty our hands so that all day we're ready to catch you can pray for a blessing and still be holding on to the thing that holding on to something that's not making your hands free or even if you might as well hold on to another thing you can be like I'll use myself praying for a blessing but holding on to doubt Mm. holding on to fear Mm. you see what I'm saying right is that and for me, like, this is, it's, it all boils down to knowing that God lives within you. Mm-hmm. And that since God lives within you, God loves you. Mm-hmm. God is looking to provide for every single need you have. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And would guide you in the right direction. So it gives you a level, certain level of confidence that knowing that the process of your life is going as it should. With all its challenges, with all its ups and downs. And things like that. So, yeah. Okay, guys. We're going to have to wrap this up yeah. now. If not, we'll stay here till 1 p.m. Normally, normally. But man, this has been such an enlightening comment. Like, I knew it was going to be good, but I didn't think it was going to be this good. <laughs> <laughs> it's been such an enlightening conversation. Thanks for having us, man. I, I will definitely, you know, when the chance arises, I will definitely want to have you guys back um, in the studio. And uh, guys, Be- so... Before, um, before we go, can I just say this? Because I'm... I'm I, it's going to skip my mind, right? Yes. All right, speak. The whole premise of this conversation today and why we're here and what we're talking about, right, is to encourage anybody listening to go within themselves. Start asking questions. Don't be afraid to question what you do not believe. Ask questions and be attentive. Go within yourself and figure out who you are and that would unlock everything else in your life. It might show you that you're in the wrong job. It mm. might show you that you're in the wrong relationship. Mm. It might show you you're in the wrong country. Mm. It might show you you're the wrong... Like, this... Everything that that concerns God and is about God is about you. It's not about anything else but you. Mm-hmm. So, do yourself a favor by, by going within yourself. Seeking who you truly are. Looking in the mirror and saying, you know what? I have anger issues. You know what? I'm a liar. 
Mm. Why do I lie so much? Mm. And then you actually have highlighted something that is actually, what they, you know, in, in, in religious terms, this is what they call demons. Because these are the things that are actually holding you back from manifesting your higher self. So once you can identify your good, your bad, identify who you are, identify what makes you happy, identify what you don't like, mm-hmm. then you start to really understand the mind of God. Why? Because you are now coming in alignment with who you truly are, the last layer that all the other I am's are covering. You know, I'm a chief. So it makes so a chief now doesn't show emotion because a chief is not supposed to get I am a chief. Block. You know, I can't say sorry, I'm a chief. Mm-hmm. You see that I am? blocks everything that's supposed to flow because every human should say sorry i'm an every engineer human I'm, should, the, I'm the governor you know i'm the i'm I the am big the, man so when you think in that term in those terms you limit life you limit yourself you limit your ability to manifest because you are claiming to be one thing and one thing only mm. and you're claiming to have a false terms and conditions that guide that i am i'm a doctor so i am not so you know so Can do set yourself things. free in your mind mm-hmm. in your head Get people that are on the frequency that you want to be on in life and surround yourself with people that are already kind of doing what you want to do, you know. And that would start, you kickstart your journey to, you know, accelerated spiritual growth, knowledge, and divinity. So, yeah, that's why we're here. Bang, bang, boom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, seek the kingdom of heaven first, everything will be added onto you. Yep. Yeah, heaven is not up, it's, it's here. All right, guys. Um, so, I have a giveaway. A special giveaway. So Blink wrote a book titled 21 Affirmations Igniting a Positive Mental Reset. And trust me, this book is one that you want to have. When he was done speaking on the dish during the week, immediately I was like, I want one book. (laughs) 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 I need this book in my life. Uh, Because trust me, it has so many, so many nuggets in there, so much knowledge. And I, I believe that, you know, once you read this book, it'll help you if you are serious about starting your path to spiritual enlightenment. So I have three books to give away. I'm looking at the time. I might not be able to give them out now, mm-hmm. uh, but I w- might give them out on my Instagram or we could do it next week. Yes, we could definitely do it next week on the show. So you definitely want to tune in for that. All right, guys, uh, any final words, your Instagram handles? All right. Um, first, thanks to everyone listening. This has been a very engaging conversation. Kel, thanks for having us and for creating space for us. Um, you can follow me on Instagram uh, at Supreme King Blink. Supreme King Blink. I talk about mindfulness, wellness, well-being, and spirituality. That's all I share because that's my purpose in life. And I wish you a fantastic journey along your self-discovery, self-awareness. May the peace of the Supreme Creator be with you and your families. One love. Alrighty. Links. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I go by the name of Lynx. <laughs> um, you can follow me on Instagram. My handle is it's underscore Lynx. So I-T-S underscore L-Y-N and three X's. And I just want to thank everybody. First of all, I want to thank you for, you know, putting me on the show. <laughs> um, and then also I want to thank everybody for tuning in, listening. And I hope, you know, some form of um, connection has been made while we do this. Uh, conversation and just keep seeking keep looking keep asking you know kind of tone down the ego and realize that if you if you really actually want to conquer you might have to stoop you might have to make an apology you might have to do something that is not in line with how you normally move and if you're trying to get to the other side and attract something you've never gotten you're gonna have to do things you've never done so Remember that this journey is about you. Remember that God is with you and is only for you. 
And everything that exists is to make sure that you are at your highest jig, your highest self, and manifesting the highest and the, the, the greatest happiness in life. Before I go, I'll say this. Happiness cannot be faked, right? It can only be falsely projected at the expense of the projector. So if I'm truly suffering, but I'm forming happy, and he, he, I'm the one that's suffering myself. So at the end of the day, seek happiness by aligning with your true self. And that's, that's my message. Amazing. Yeah. Bang, boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for being here with me, having this conversation. It was so, so good. I learned a lot from it. And I definitely will want to do this again. And I'll definitely let you know because this was this was enlightening. It was just like it was shining a light on a lot of things that a lot of people are afraid to speak about because they don't want to be seen as quote seen as quote unquote rebels and because you're not supposed to question religion and you're not supposed to question what your parents taught you and things like that. And so I believe that conversations like this are very, very important, especially to understand the power that we have within ourselves as human beings. All right, so you can follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Kel Online is my handle everywhere. I will be here same time next week from 6 a.m. till 12 noon on Lagos Talks 91.3. Till then, it is peace, love, and magic.